The dawn chorus was just reaching its peak, the birds seeming to compete with each other to produce the most noise, and the summer morning air smelt fresh and clean, as if it had just been washed. Maddy had been walking for about half an hour when the Clifton Suspension Bridge came into view ahead of her. She was no longer walking quickly, but ambling along the road, enjoying the solitude and with no particular rush to get home. It was about then that Maddy first became aware of sharp and determined footsteps behind her. She was initially surprised, having thought herself alone on the street, but not unduly worried. At first, she quickened her pace slightly, thinking to outstrip the person behind her, but the footsteps quickened also and kept up with her. At this point, she started to feel a little nervous and wondered if she was being deliberately followed. The footsteps continued. Maddie debated with herself whether to turn around and accost her unknown follower. Would her pursuer take that as encouragement? She decided to keep walking, faster and faster, without actually running. She'd read in a book somewhere that women walking on their own should walk confidently and not show fear, so as to not look like a victim to a potential attacker. So she strode purposefully towards the bridge, hoping that whoever was behind her would eventually give up. But her pursuer didn't give up. The footsteps reverberated against the pavement, sounding closer and closer, and Maddie felt her heart thumping in her chest with fear. Perhaps it had been foolish of her to choose to walk home such a long distance on her own. But what danger could befall her in broad daylight? She tried to console herself that she was just being paranoid, the person behind her was simply eager to get home. "'Hang on a minute!' The voice sounded vaguely familiar to Maddie. It was a male tone, with a strong urban accent. Halting, she whirled round to face the stranger, and was astonished to recognise the young man she danced with at the party. He had a grin on his face that was halfway between cheeky and cunning. In the daylight, he seemed younger than she'd remembered him, and his body now didn't seem so much compact as slight. He swayed slightly as he stood, the early morning breeze ruffling his short black hair. "'What are you doing here? Why are you following me?' Now that she knew who her pursuer was, Maddy was no longer afraid, just irritated at the unwelcome intrusion. "'Not following you,' he replied, his grin looking more inane and childish with this denial. "'Look,' Maddy began to explain, then realised she didn't know what to say to him. "'Just go away! Go home, or wherever!' She was suddenly weary, as if the events of the past few hours had caught up with her all at once. Seeing that he made no response, she turned to walk away. "'Can't go home!' he called after her retreating back. She gave a heavy sigh and turned again. Why not? Home's in Cardiff, he giggled. This time she made no reply but glared at him with disdain and made to leave. Hang on, come here! The voice behind her was demanding now, and Maddie was reminded of the insistence of the young man's kiss at the party. There was something strange and unsettling about him. He was too intense. She didn't know what he wanted of her, 
and she felt a little stab of fear at the thought that he was maybe less harmless than he looked. He walked briskly up to her till he was at her left side and grabbed her arm in a proprietorial gesture. "'Can I walk you home, miss?' he said in a sing-song tone. "'No, you can't! Get off!' She'd had enough of his games. Maddy pulled her arm out of his grasp and carried on walking, making an effort to ignore him. "'Don't be so unfriendly!' he whined, attempting to take her arm again. This time, Maddy confronted him. "'Look, don't walk with me. I don't want you to, Okay? "'Why not? I just want to walk on my own, all right? Just, just leave me alone!' All right, he responded, hanging his head sheepishly. Maddy walked on, nearing the bridge, thinking she'd got rid of him, but the voice resumed its soliloquy behind her, and the footsteps continued in her wake.